Hello. How are you? It's Wendy. I hope you're doing well. And thank you for joining me for another episode of I Love You, Please Stop and other things I say to myself and my cat. You guys, we did it. We're at the end of the year. Can't wait. 2021. It's going to be the same. And I don't mean that in like the, it's going to be the same shit. So just fucking wave try or care. That's not what I mean. What I mean is it's just a continuation of this journey that we're all taking together. Now, how's that for some Zen shit? Huh? There we go. Let's kick this. <laughs> Let's kick this shit off nice and easy. Don't make any big uh, plans. I, I mean, I try to not do that anyway, but let's not, I mean, it's exciting because you get to put on a silly hat and I don't know, take a picture of yourself in your apartment alone while you Zoom with people. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? It's fine. It's good. We all need to take a break. Next year, we'll all go out and do drugs on a rooftop someplace. And you are invited. If you're listening to this, you are invited to that party. Uh, but for now, we are just chilling in our uh, abodes. And if you're able to go out with people, that's great. Have fun. Be safe. Wear a mask. Wear a condom. And do extra drugs for me. If they're good and if you feel comfortable. Only if you want to. You don't have to. Remember, everything you, you do is a choice. You always have a choice, okay? And if you, would, if you would like to choose to do extra drugs or have a drink for me, actually, please don't. I don't want any of you to OD, so don't do that. Okay, have a glass of water for me. How about that? How about hydrate for me? Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I really, you know what? Let's get into this because I want to talk about forgiveness. I think this is a good time of year to do this. I mean, first of all, it's always a good time to forgive yourself and other people. It's something that I mentioned a couple weeks ago, and I feel like we're working towards this as far as identifying the stuff that is bringing us down, whether it's a thought in our head or people in our life or certain behaviors that in which we are engaging, okay? So we've been weeding those things out, identifying those things. This is the next step. Once you are in the process of getting those people, places, behaviors, and thoughts out of your life and out of your head. Something that a lot of times we don't think about as much is the forgiveness part of it, which is how we're going to keep ourselves from getting back to the place where we were so unhappy, okay? How and why does forgiveness do that? Well, let's reference the wisdom card, huh? Let's get to this because this I really liked. Okay. The front of the wisdom card says, I release all old hurts and forgive everyone, including myself. Okay. So we're getting very specific. I release all old hurts and forgive everyone, including myself. And the back of the card says, I can never get even. Revenge does not work because what I give out comes back to me. The buck has to stop somewhere. And I'm going to read that in the Usted form. You can never get even. Revenge does not work because what you give out comes back to you. The buck has to stop somewhere. Pretty good stuff, right? I like it because it's so specific. A lot of times when people talk about forgiveness and this idea of, you know, uh, like revenge is a, is a poison that you take expecting it to kill someone else, right? That idea of, of like trying to get back at someone. And I, I do, I like that analogy of the poison, right? Uh, because it's, it's very cool. It's medi It's very medieval. Uh, but I, it's difficult to apply that to our daily lives. I don't know about you guys. Rarely am I ever just sitting around with a chalice looking at my many vials of various poisons thinking like, ah, oh, yes, I understand this reference. It's as if I put this bit of arsenic into my chalice of tea. And instead of giving it to the person that wronged me, I take it myself. Um, that was a terrible accent. And you know what? I forgive myself for that. I'm going to release the, the pain that I caused you and I caused myself and my cat. He just put his face <laughs> directly into a pillow. So he might be killing himself, whatever. Um, either way, you get the point, right? It's, it's especially something like that. When you hear a phrase like that, like the revenge is like poison thing. We hear it so much that it loses its, it loses its effect. And it's one of the things where you kind of go like, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, it's like drinking poison. Yeah, I got it. Uh-huh, got it. Thanks. I'm so mad. I mean, I'm not mad, but I got it. Where you're just kind of like brushing over shit, acting like it's fine when you're really not over it. And 
over it. That's that's actually what we should say instead of the word forgiveness, because doesn't that sound so flowery? Like I forgive you. No, really. Look into my eyes. I forgive you. Um, but that's what we have to do. And to truly get over it and to forgive yourself and the people that have harmed you, I think you have to realize that if you don't get over it for real, part of your brain is always going to be seeking some kind of revenge. Okay. Now, at least for me, I don't know about you, it's easier for me to pinpoint times where I've done that with other people, right? Whether it's you want to send some snarky text back or you want to leave some comment, respond to some comment on social media. Like, <laughs> how about I'll just send you a fucking kissy face? How about that, you fucking bitch? Or do you want someone's shitty and you want to send, a, I hear, oh yeah, yeah, I think it's great. Thumbs up emoji. Woo, that's a big fuck you. I think a lot of older people don't know that thumbs up means fuck you in your dry, dry asshole. I think they don't know that because I got a text from someone that I know did not mean to be mean, but I was like, great. I'm super excited. I'll see you. I'll see you in a couple weeks. I just got a thumbs up. And I was like, what the fuck? I almost blocked this motherfucker. I was like, you're lucky. You're lucky. You're paying me for these text conversations. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like God. But you know what I mean? Where you feel like that little, you just like got to get the last word or say some shit or be passive aggressive. And so we can see how that, like, those are some of the ways that we almost subconsciously are trying to get revenge by poking at the person that fucked with us. And we say like, even you, even the way you say I'm fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm not mad. Mm -hmm. It's just shitty. So those are little ways in which... If we don't truly forgive someone and get the fuck over it, your body, again, it's almost like an, like an automatic knee-jerk reaction. You don't even realize you're doing it, but you're just finding little ways to dig at that person and get some kind of like, ha, fuck you. Fuck you with a smile. Okay? And that's unhealthy because they pick up on that and then they do it right back to you and you're in this constant back and forth. And I, I got to be honest, um, I was having this with someone in my life recently. And I just had to fucking cut it off. And this card was actually really helpful because I love that line, the buck has to stop somewhere. It's got to stop. It takes two people to tango. Okay. If someone's being shitty to you, you need to take responsibility for your part in that. Okay. And this is where the forgiving yourself comes in. Okay. So if you're going back and forth and this is, I know a lot of times with the show, I try to be like, this could apply to literally anything. This is actually very specific. And we're talking about interpersonal relationships. So whether this is friends, family members, romantic, whatever. So this is a lot more specific. Um, it also just helps me focus on what the fuck I'm talking about instead of making weird analogies all the time, you know, about like the the light bulb in my cat or whatever the fuck I come up with, the, who was also water skiing or whatever crazy shit I try to blow out of my asshole. So this, we're getting very specific here. When you're going back and forth, once a relationship of any kind has started to go sour and you're going back and forth, obviously we feel like, hey, this person's being shitty to me. So it's it's human nature to want to defend and protect ourselves. And also we want to try to get that person to see things our way. Again, this goes way back to the concept of bullying or fighting or an argument. All that is when you're arguing with someone and you get upset and that feeling in the pit of your stomach or when your, your fucking shoulders start to get tight and you feel your body start to vibrate. All that is, you got to remember, all that is, is you are trying to domesticate the other person to see the world the way that you see it. That's what it is. That's why you're so frustrated because you're like, why don't you see things the way I see them? You are wrong. I am right. And I am pissed off about it. Okay. So keep that in mind. Whenever you feel yourself get fired up and like you're thinking of some shit to say to somebody, calm down, take a breath and be like, Hey, why am I so upset? Okay. So that's a big part of it. Slow down, and we're not sending that text. We're not doing any of that shit. And you can do that for the moment and then hopefully move on. And 
while you're doing that, the next step, while you're taking a break from firing off that shitty text or saying that snarky comment, okay, or sending a thumb, putting like a thumbs up comment on somebody's post or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> that we're doing these days, we're going to do the thing where you stop and say, why am I doing this? What is my problem? And then the next step, I want you to think about this card. I want you to think about this wisdom card, okay? Again, you're releasing all old hurts, forgiving everyone, including yourself. And I need you to remind yourself, while you're taking your little pause from sending your shitty thing, we got to remind ourselves, we cannot get even. Revenge does not work because whatever we give out comes right back to us. If we want this shit to stop, we have to stop it. If you're playing volleyball and someone hits the ball to you and you just let it drop, guess what? The game is over. There's no more game. But if you're running and diving and just barely getting this ball back up in the air, every time you hit it back over the net, guess what? The game is still on. The game is still going. And that's on you. That part of it is on you, and I'm, and, and I'm including my, that part is on us, okay? I don't want you to think I'm telling you, you piece of shit. Yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah, you fucking should be mad at yourself. I can't believe you're still engaging with this person. Fucking walk away. Walk off the court, bro. Put the ball down, walk off the court. That's what I'm saying. Because I do this all the time. I did this recently with a family member over the holidays. It was fucking wild. And as I was doing it, I'm like, God damn it. Fuck. Wendy. Relax. And here's now here's the also part where here's the also part. Jesus Christ. Here's the part where we're gonna forgive ourselves. See what I'm saying? There's so many moving parts to this. And this is why meditation is helpful. The practice of slowing down and just noticing our thoughts. And now we're bringing this into our waking life in the moment. Let's let's go over this again. In the moment, before you fire off some cunty text or comment or response to whatever. You're going to stop, take a breath, say, okay, why am I doing this? What, what am I trying to achieve here? Why am I so upset? Once you identify that, it's probably going to be something like, well, this motherfucker said some shitty shit to me. <laughs> okay? That's probably what it's going to be. And then your next step is to go to this card and say, I'm going to release that hurt. I got to release it. And remind yourself, you cannot get even. If you give it back to them, you're going to get it back double, okay? And if you don't believe me, and I know it's hard because it's our ego, right? It's our ego because we're like, yeah, but, but, they, but they call me dumb. So I'm going to call them dumb. But, I want, but they sent me a thumbs up text. So I want to send them a kissy face. But like they'll know it's sarcastic. Okay, we're not doing that. We're not doing it. Just let the ball drop and chill out with me for a second. <laughs> Let's figure this out and talk about why that does not work. Okay, example. Here's a, here's a really basic, easy example. TikTok. I know I'm talking about the talk again. Well, goddamn, if people like that shit, you know, I fucking love TikTok. I really do. I'm glad it's not just teenagers doing camel toe claps. I'm glad there are a lot of like mad women in their 30s on there because you guys are my demographic and I fucking love you. And also very attractive. I get a lot of followers and I, you guys are all like very beautiful people, <laughs> everyone on there. So thank you. That's good for my ego. Um, TikTok, the way that algorithm works. Whatever you uh, pay attention to, so whatever videos you watch, whether you comment on them or like them, whatever you, uh, let me see if I can say the sentence without ending it in a preposition, <laughs> whichever videos with which you engage, oh, get, get, get ready for this. How zen is this going to be? You ready? Get ready for this. <clears throat> Whichever content with which you choose, huh? It's a choice to engage. The algorithm doesn't know if you do like it or you don't like it. All it knows is you're engaging with this piece of content and with this creator. And so it says, huh, engagement. That's what we like. So we're going to give you more of whatever the fuck it is you're paying attention to. Okay. 
Uh, so it's crazy to me. Like with the sugar daddy stuff, I'll be posting things on there and people don't understand how the algorithm works. And it's crazy to me. This is to me the, the most clear basic example of this concept of, hey, if you, even if you don't like something, if you engage with it, you're going to get more of that shit back whether you want to or not and whether you mean to or not. People will comment <laughs> and I do that and I have to stop doing this. People will comment on their like the sugar daddy videos. They'll be like, vile. Sounds like sex trafficking to me. Or like, why don't you just get a job? That's what a lot of people are like, why don't you just get a job? And it's like, um, I do have a job. It's called fucking your dad. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Hello. <laughs> I might make a video of that, but later, but later people get very fired up. Now what's crazy to me. Oh, here's what I do. So to troll them, First of all, I tried to respond with love to some of those people, and then one chick wrote some weird, shitty comment back that didn't even make sense, and I just didn't respond. But what I was doing, I was like, this will be a fun way to troll people, is I would go and just buy, give it a heart, like, like it. So I'd be like, this is vile, and I'm just like, dink. <laughs> now, I need to stop doing that, because, but it, if you, it's, it's like, I almost said you can't help it, but that's the shitty thing about it is we can help it. We can stop ourselves from doing that because we always have a choice. And I made the choice to lovingly troll some of these people that were just being shitty. But here's the best part. I actually do like that they're commenting, even if they're calling me names, because every time they comment, all that does is give my video more juice and push it deeper and further out into the algorithm. It's like these people are so dumb. And so when they comment, like if you're on TikTok and you comment on a video like, you fucking dumb loser, get a fucking life, right? First of all, who's that mad at a TikTok? The videos are, the, the longest videos are 60 seconds. So you're watching a stranger on your phone. If you don't like something, guess what you can do? Swipe up, move the fuck on. But to sit there and hate watch something for max 60 seconds and get so mad that you're like, I'm going to give this stranger a piece of my mind. I'm like, okay, I guess if you like to sit around and be mad, go for it. That to me is the, the wildest part. It's like you could just not look at it. Again, said it before and I'll probably say it every episode because it's something that I think about fucking constantly. I don't know if you guys think about this. If you don't like it, stop looking at it. The number one thing I say to my cat, hey, buddy, don't go look at the dead girl floating in the hallway. If you don't like it, why are you standing there just crying? It's crazy to me. Okay, so people will do that and then they take time and energy to be like, oh, I'm so mad at this. I got to let this person know that what I think they're doing is wrong now. And I understand it's their ego. They see something they disagree with. And so they're they're trying to domesticate me to, to their point of view and other people because they probably see all the other comments like you better go, girl. Or like, yes, I got $1,000 today just because <laughs> and all kinds of shit. So then you see these people come on and they're like, get the dial, get it down. Now. They are obviously not listening to this podcast, I'll tell you that much, uh, because what they're doing, when they comment, the algorithm goes, oh, they commented on that video. I'm going to give them more videos just like this. <laughs> so that's like the number one clear example of if you engage with whatever the fuck it is, even if you think you're doing it out of like, this will show them, I'm going to show them who's boss, bitch, you're going to just get it right back. And probably more. They're probably getting more videos of other hoes talking about ho shit. And I love it. I love it. And I now, and I shouldn't have done this, but I did it as a test for the show. I did it as, a, as, a, as an experiment for us. I thought, oh, I'm very zen. So let me, these shitty comments, let me respond in a nice way, not shitty. I, I followed my own advice. This one woman who, her, this is going to be cunty, and I'm sorry, but it's just us, so can I be really catty for a second? Great. Thank you. Okay. This one chick commented, she's like, how about you get a job? I think it was something like that, like very simple. I thought it was good, but it was just something, and like her profile picture is this super airbrush. Now, I'll throw on a filter or 17, depending on the lighting and how much sleep I've had, but this bitch is like, filtered. She has three videos up and they're all just like weird, like music video things that look very eighties. I don't know. Uh, but that was her comment. Why don't you get a job with like a lot of exclamation points? And I, I, my first thought was like, you fucking ugly bitch. 
you probably couldn't pay someone to go down on you. So that's what I thought. That was my first thought. And I was like, Wendy, no, this is bad guy activity. We don't do bad guy activities, even if people are doing bad guy activities to us. Because again, I can't be mad at her. So this is all this like releasing hurts, right? And, and releasing that shit, it really is helpful because right away, and, and this goes to the four agreements, but this is don't take shit personally. See how it all kind of works together? So I see that comment. I'm all fired up because getting those likes and those follows on TikTok, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm not, no bullshit. That is the same feeling, if not more potent than doing bumps of cocaine. So all that dopamine shit is true. Because before when I was on doing social media stuff, I was also... <laughs> doing cocaine. So I couldn't really tell the difference. But now that I'm off of everything, I, I'm like, oh, this is drugs. This is hitting my dopamine center. So just be aware of that. I find myself checking it. Just a quick thing. I'm saying, this is last night because the video is going viral and I'm just gaining like a thousand followers per like six hours. It's fucking cool. And it feels really good. And I was jacked up, so I made another video, and I was like, yeah, give me that fucking, give me those likes, give me those views. And then I was like, okay, Wendy, you have to go to sleep. And I laid down, and I put my phone down next to me, and I laid there, and I was about to go to sleep, and I swear to God, it felt just like with drinking or doing drugs. I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep. I had a good day. I was productive. This is great. And I laid down, and after five minutes, I'm like... I'm going to just check real quick to see how many likes this new video. Let me just, I just want to check the views. I'm just going to check. I'm not going to read the comments. I'm just going to check the views. And I was like, what am I fucking doing? It's an app on a phone. It's not cool. It's not fun. I mean, it is cool and fun, but you know what I mean? It's not drugs. <laughs> like, it's not the coolest and the funnest. I really should stop talking about drugs. They're not good for you. Please, nobody OD. But I mean, come on. Next year at this time, we're all going to have a party. And y'all are invited. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Me not calling this bitch a dumb, smelly pussy cunt. Okay, that, so I was proud of myself for that, so pat on the back to me. Instead, I thought, you know what, let me just try an experiment. I'm going to try to respond to this person with love. And so my response was not shitty at all. I thought, let me play dumb, because that's kind of what you have to do in situations like this. When someone, you know they're being shitty to you. And this is obviously not like TikTok specific. This is in life in general. And I had a situation recently where I was finding myself doing this with a person in my life and I was just kind of sick of it. Um, but here's the trick I will give you is when someone's being shitty to you and you know they're being shitty, I will sometimes play dumb like, I let it go. I'm like, don't take it personally. Maybe they didn't mean it. Maybe they're having a bad day. And so I respond as if they haven't said something shitty. I, I take out their shitty emotion or anything I'm attaching to what they said to me. And I take it as just the actual words, what they are literally saying. And I choose to interpret it as maybe they're just trying to be helpful. Or maybe they don't know. So instead of reading her comment as, my under God, ah, I read it as, oh, why don't you get a job? And so I responded in kind, and my response, and this is again playing dumb, like, oh, maybe she thinks that you can only have one or the other. Poor girl, let me help her. And, and I use the term girl very loosely because you got a lot of filters on there, uh, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> and I can, I can say ma'am. I'm going to be 39 in like 42 hours. Sorry, Hollywood. So instead of saying, hey, ma'am, you can do both. Okay. I responded with something like, oh, totally. The two things aren't mutually exclusive. In fact, a lot of people have full-time jobs and generous boyfriends. And then I did a little, the double heart. I didn't do the full red heart because I was like, that's going to come off as really fucking bitchy. Uh, that I may as well be a thumbs up. Uh, but instead I did the two, the pink hearts where it's like the one big heart and then like, dink, the little baby heart on top. Like, ha, love you. Ah, I'm spreading love or whatever. And, and I really, I tried to make it not bitchy, not snarky, no exclamation points, none of that crazy shit that I know we all know how to do. And I thought maybe that will be nice because then that will help her to calm down and be like, oh, I was maybe seeing things the wrong way or I didn't think about it that way or fucking whatever the fuck I thought. It, whatever I thought was going to happen did not happen. And her response, 
does now this goes back to the card where it's like revenge does not work. Whatever we give out comes back to us. And if I'm being honest with myself, I was trying to do a little revengey. I was doing littles, littles, littles revengies. As a little bit trying to get my point across, but I try to do it with, with love. Again, fuck you with love. And her response was, I'm just happy I don't have to do both with like seven exclamation points and a cry laughy face. And then I was like, okay, I'm done with this fucking bitch. And I really, can I tell you how, how what a, a loser. I shouldn't say that. Well, I'll take it back. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I felt like a real loser because I thought about it for about 20 minutes. I was like, how can I respond? Should I do a heart on that? Should I like it? Should I not acknowledge it? What should I do? And I was really... Because it's kind of addictive, right? When you're going back and forth with someone because you're like, yeah, fucking give me. And it's, and it's the idea of winning where you're like, oh, that little hit of anxiety and that dopamine release. Because you get that when you are fighting too. Google dopamine. <laughs> it releases at lots of weird times in our life. And so just be aware of that because fighting and anxiety, that releases dopamine and serotonin. Okay, it makes us feel like we're really doing shit now. We're making changes and making people see the world the way things really are, the way that we see it, which, spoiler alert, it's not the way things really are. It's just how you are choosing to view the world. Uh, oh, that was a bit heavy for this episode. Maybe not. Who knows? Hey, you know what? It's 2020. Let's, let's go out with a bang. Let's get into this new year with a fucking bang. Let's fuck 2021 with love, with love for ourselves and the people that have fucked us over in 2020. And... Many years before, probably. Okay? So that's... <laughs> I'm just really off the rails. Plus, it's my birthday coming. I love this time of year. You guys, let's just... This is exciting, right? We're moving forward. We get to put a new number on our checks. No one writes checks anymore. That's a hack premise. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about this idea of forgiving ourselves. Let's go back to about three minutes ago when I called myself a loser. Now, I did not do that so that I could make this point. That happened automatically, almost subconsciously. Okay? That's an example of us talking shit to ourselves when we don't even realize it, okay? So again, I'm going to use a TikTok example, and then we're going to pull it out, and you can apply this to a toxic relationship. But the TikTok, I think, is just it encapsulates it so nicely, right? And there's really no stakes to it because it's a fucking stranger on the internet uh, behind a highly filtered, highly filtered avatar, ma'am. Uh, so I was thinking like, what should I say? What should I say back? And then I was like, Wendy, you're such a fucking loser, dude. Why are you even, why do you care about this? Just get over it. It's not a big deal. Now that happens so automatically, but you got to be careful because that is the same thing as sending a thumbs up text to someone that was shitty to you. Okay. It's the same thing. So when you call yourself a loser, like fucking, I'm just, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I was being a bitch too. So, I mean, I guess like whatever, you know, I guess I deserve it because I was being an asshole. That's, that's, you know what that is? That's giving yourself a thumbs up text. Ha, huh, how do you like that? Okay. When you call yourself a loser, right? Like I just did. What happens without you realizing it? We talk about this all the time. That goes into your brain. Again, just like TikTok. If you watch a video or you comment on a video like <laughs> fucking loser on someone's video, guess what? The algorithm does not know that you do not like it. All it knows is, oh, you commented, and so we're going to give you more of that. Okay? You call yourself a loser. Your brain doesn't register that that makes you feel badly. Okay. Your brain is essentially a computer and is running algorithms, really, if you think about it. So your brain, like, you call yourself a loser. Your brain doesn't go like, oh, wait a minute. That doesn't make us feel good. So we're going we're gonna to kick that thought out. Your brain goes, loser, computing, assimilating, loser. And then that word just kind of starts to float around your brain. And when you call yourself a loser, you start to hear that all the time. It becomes a thought, which becomes a belief, which becomes a behavior. Okay? So then you start to think you're a loser. You feel like a loser. You start to believe that it is a fact that you are a loser. And so you behave like a loser. And yeah, I try to do an Ace Ventura reference there with the way I said loser. I'm old. Get over it. Okay. Does that make sense? So this revenge thing, this idea of forgiving old hurts, whether it's from someone else or yourself and forgiving 
those hurts and like releasing them truly release, release those hurts. Like you would fucking drop a volleyball, baby. Stop playing, stop going back and forth. And here's something else. And I noticed this, I've talked about this before with the guy that I was dating that got a little scary. Remember when I thought I was going to get murdered by someone, a salipa walking. Remember that? I can remember going back and forth in text message after I left his place for the last time. And I had the thought of sending a text and I didn't send it. I remember thinking, I'm done, I'm done with this. And I, I actually typed up a draft of a text. And oh, here's a trick. If you are, or if you're emotionally like in a fucked up place and you're going back and forth, don't just start typing in the text part. Go to the notes on your phone. Same thing you need to be doing for social media. Cause if you accidentally hit post or whatever and it's half done, you're gonna feel like a real loser. Okay? And you should. You fucking learn how to lose your note. Lose your notes. Lose your notes. No, don't lose your notes. We want to use your notes, keep those notes, edit those notes, and then copy and paste that shit into your text message app, okay? We don't just sit there, because the other person, you know, you've done this where you send something and you just see the bubbles going off and on for 30 minutes and it's like, gee, and then they end up just sending you like a, a winky face and you're like, well, that took a fucking long time, idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so we want to pretend... Like, uh, where we just are very calm and cool and collected. And also, like, um, we have other shit to do. We're not just, like, sitting around for three hours thinking about how this one-sentence response should sound and what type of punctuation we want to use. Okay? So put in your notes. But I, I had this draft in my notes, and I remember uh, typing out this long fucking text, and I was going to say at the end of it, and, and, and that's why I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. And I remember writing that in the notes at the end of my text, and I stopped and I thought, well, that's not a true statement. Because if I send this text, I am literally still doing this thing. I'm <laughs> to, if you're like, if you ever send a text, you're like, we're done, I'm through. If you send that text, think about it. You're literally not through. <laughs> you're actively not done because you're still doing it. And I know it's difficult because it's our ego, but we got to just drop it. Just drop it. Drop it. Drop the ball. Drop the argument. Let it go. Okay. And it, it feels nice. It's actually a more powerful position. Not that it's all about power. No, like that's, and that's what this podcast, this, this episode is really about how to really get revenge, huh? Make them fucking sit and wonder what the fuck you're doing. No. Ah, it's so tricky, right? We really, you just got to like, let it go. Just move on. Now that's for sure easier in certain circumstances, right? With a small argument or an acquaintance or someone on the internet, or maybe a recurring kind of back and forth thing that you have with a family member that can be easier to do when it's really difficult is when you've been in a relationship with someone for a very long time and it's someone with whom you chose to be friends, someone with whom you chose to be in a relationship, okay? This is where it gets tricky because, and this is something that I had recently, and you know what? It's a bummer, and I think the bummer part, it's the same with my friend in foggy London town. Hello, isn't it, Gavna? We were not together for very long, and we still chat occasionally. Um, that was really difficult. And I think this is why relationships are so fucking hard to get out of. And even, even friendships, dude, if friendships can go sour, you can tell because here's the shitty part. When you take a break from that person and all of a sudden you feel better and you feel lighter and you feel more free and you don't feel like you're cowering constantly. Like, I hope I don't fucking say the wrong thing. That to me has been the sad part in the two um, relationships that this last year where that happened. That was the sad part, is taking a break and going like, oh, shit, fuck, I do feel better. God damn it. It's like the same, it's the same as with not drinking and not doing drugs. Like, as soon as you stop, like, the first two weeks, you're like, like, oh, I feel great. I have so much energy. I'm, like, productive. I don't want to kill myself every five seconds. This is nice. This is, and then you're like, oh, God, son of a bitch. God damn it. 
Because I feel good now, but I really like doing drugs and drinking. But now I... Now, if I do it, I know I'm like making an, I'm making a conscious decision to go back to feeling like shit. And that to me is the most difficult part about getting out of toxic relationships of any kind is that that's the sad part. And here's the, the part that fucks with your brain. And I've talked about this before. You're not sad because you're missing the person. You're sad because it's not what it used to be. Okay. I've been looking at photos and thinking about the last year and with, with my London friend and we met, you know, it was a lot of shit was going on. It was like a very tumultuous time in both of our lives. Tale, tale as old as time, <laughs> but it really was. And I'm, I've been looking at photos and I met him on January 5th just a few days after my birthday and it was so fun at the beginning and it was just like everything was great and I remember being like this is it this is it and then you know the pandemic and whatever and then just the way that everything just fucking went sideways and I know this happened for a lot of people so I know I'm not alone in this but just like god it still fucking sucks and if this happened to you yeah you're not alone in this either, but it doesn't make your pain any less painful. You're still allowed to be like, no, this still fucking sucks for me. So, you know, you really, before you release the pain, sometimes it's nice to like lean into it and just cry it the fuck out. Okay. And I recommend doing that. Really feel everything, feel everything all the way and then be like, okay, goodbye. Put that in a box somewhere. And you know, if you have a few hours down the road, you know, p turn on the notebook. Ooh, that's a good cry. Whatever your fucking cry movie is, turn that on and just cry it out, baby. Just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. Release the tears, release the pain, and release the need for revenge. Do you see how I'm trying to force this to make sense and work together? I think it does. Hopefully it does. Anyway, um, back to what I was saying, Wendy Focus, about this idea that you're not sad about losing the thing that it is now. If you're in something and it's now toxic and causing you pain, and obviously if it's physical pain, you're getting the shit beat out of you, leave. We're not going to sit and like, well, but let me just put this in a box and, you know, think about it later. No, no, no. You're being physically harmed. Get the fuck out. I love you. Um, and please stop <laughs> letting yourself get the shit beat out of you. Okay. Figuratively and literally. Uh, if you're in a situation, though, where you're not physically in any danger, but you just don't feel good, you just find yourself feeling shitty and whether that person's putting you down. And when you're around people that are putting you down, we've talked about this, gets what you start doing to yourself. <clears throat> I'll give you a hint. Not lifting yourself up. <laughs> That's not that. It's not what you're doing. You're putting yourself down also. So once you realize that you're in a relationship that was great and now things are going south, you're just like, God fucking damn it. And it would be so nice to go back in time and live in that perfect memory of when it was great, right? When people break up, they don't, they don't like frame photos of like, so this is um, a photo of us. We were in Mexico. And if you see how he's kind of looking uh, away from me, we just got in a really big fight and he called me a dumb whore, just like my mother. I know. And it's so funny because right after this picture, I was like, yo, well, your dick doesn't work anyway. And it was like, I mean, it was really awful. It was like, ugh, so awful. I know. But the sunset though, that was nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I didn't even see it till I looked at the picture because I was crying so much that whole night. So I really couldn't see anything. <laughs> it's really, um, anyway, so that's that. And like, no one hangs photos of their horrible memories, right? We, uh, and hang photos is probably an antiquated reference. We're talking about posting on social media. But you remember things that are good, right? Those are the things that we are putting in frames on our wall. Those are the things that we are putting out for the world to see on the internet, okay? We remember the good times. And what you need to remember right now, if you are in a situation where things have gone south, and I don't mean in a fun way, like, mm hmm, why don't you go down south? I mean south in like, a, oh, this is taking a, a downward spiraling turn <laughs> like that. What you need to remember is that, yes, those memories of the good times are real. Those good times were real. Those things all really happened. Also, things change. And now, all the stuff that's making you feel sad and anxious and depressed and worthless is also happening, okay? And that's what's happening now, 
mindfulness, be in the present. What is happening now in this moment? How do you feel now? How is this person treating you now? I don't give a shit how cool they were to you when you met six years ago. I don't care if they said something nice to you three weeks ago. How are they treating you now? How are they consistently treating you now? Again, if it's like a one-off kind of someone who's in a shitty mood and they apologize, that's different. You know what I'm talking about. Again, if the overall vibe is bad, you got to go, babe. You got to go. Okay? And here's the the tricky part. I know I say that a lot because that's I like to say tricky because hard or difficult, well, hard makes me think of a fucking deck. <laughs> I, I'm so immature. I swear to God. I, all the spices that the market where I shop, every spice, and I'm like, I for sure a 17-year-old boy is labeling everything. Every spice, I swear to God, is $1.69. I promise you. And I I walk down that aisle, and I don't ever need anything, but I just like laugh to myself. They're, they have dill weed, which is the dry spice. <laughs> it's dill weed, and it's $1.69. And I, I'm laughing about it now. Not even... As a bit, like I'm so immature. So yeah, when I say hard, I think of a big fat dick. <laughs> uh, I also think about an arduous task, uh, something that is difficult and unpleasant. And so I try to not use that word when we're talking about this stuff or anything in life, really, because again, the words we use are so important. Okay, so that's why I'll say tricky a lot. Like, oh, this is tricky. This is tricky. <laughs> so we got to figure out a way around this. There's a way to work it, but it's tricky. Okay. So here, like I was saying now for the millionth time, is the tricky part about forgiving and releasing this subconscious kind of revenge reaction when we're talking about a relationship that we've been in for a long time that used to be really good and loving and fun and all that kind of garbage that never lasts. <laughs> I just fucking start crying and break my laptop. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Thumbs up to me. Okay. <laughs> um, is the, the tricky part is not taking it personally. Okay. See, I can get to the point. I'll get to the point. It's not taking it personally. And why is this so important specifically well, in most parts of life, it's easier with a stranger again because you're like, oh, whatever. They don't fucking know me. Who gives a shit? But when it's someone that you're so close with where you've shared literally everything and, and you're like, God damn it. Especially if it's a romantic partner. That's always the creepiest thing where you're like, oh, I let you inside of my body. Ugh. You had your tongue in my mouth and now you're treating me like this. Get the fuck out of here. It's like an icky feeling. It feels icky. Okay. So how do we not take it personally when it's someone that knows us so deeply and we know them very deeply. Uh, you have to not take it personally because ugh, here's the analogy that I came up with. God, I hope this isn't lame. It's not about water skiing or light bulbs or animals, but it is about clothes. And I think we've used this analogy before. And yes, I said we because we are friends and we are having group therapy slash hangout gossip session. Uh, <laughs> it's about a sweater. So let's see if we can use this example and see if this works for you to apply to your life and specifically a toxic relationship. Say you've got a sweater. It's your favorite sweater. Okay. It fits perfectly. It's not like too hot where you're sweating constantly, but it's also just warm enough. You know, it's just perfect. The color looks fucking great on you. It goes with everything. It's weirdly like a neutral, but also a pop of color when it needs to be. It's just the best sweater you've ever owned and you love it. One day after having the sweater for many years, you put it on and it's starting to scratch you a little bit. And you're like, huh, this sweater is scratching me. That's weird. Okay. So this would be like the, in your relationship, the first little tiff that you have where you're like, huh, that seems like a real cunty thing to do. Okay. Sweater is getting a little scratchy. That's a strange thing. What would you do in that situation? You wouldn't be like, oh, I guess it's, I guess because my arm's too fat. My sweater hates me. You wouldn't do that. Okay. Um, but hopefully you also wouldn't ignore it for too long. You might like, oh, maybe it's a string. You'd probably try to tuck the string down. Or like if it still keeps scratching you, you're like, hmm, well, I don't want to throw this sweater away because I really like it. So maybe if I just cut this one string off, right? So in that part of the analogy, that's us taking responsibility for engaging with this person in a way that might cause them to scratch us, okay? So that could be like if someone's shitty to you, you're like, well, maybe I'm being shitty to them. So let me change my behavior. Let me really take inventory. Like what am I doing to contribute to this? 
how am I, how am I volleying this back to them? Right. What, what am I doing for this? So in the sweater analogy, you have a string and you'd be like, Oh, it's scratching me. You try to tuck it down. That doesn't work. Hmm. Oh, you know, maybe I'll just cut the string off. Maybe I'll just cut this little string off. So you take scissors and you carefully cut the string off, not to ruin the sweater and you put it back on and you're like, Oh, it's not scratching me. Great. Perfect. I fixed it. And then you wash the sweater and you dry it and it comes out of the dryer and you put it on and boom, there are 10 more scratchy strings. And you're like, oh, well, fucking this is not what I thought. This has never happened before. Okay. I thought, well, maybe shit. Did I dry it wrong? Okay. So again, looking for, because we don't want to just throw the sweater away, right? That's not what we do because that's reactionary because it not a, just because... Uh, something is a little bit off, you don't throw it away immediately. Again, there, this is, in any relationship, you're going to have disagreements. You're going to have arguments. That's normal. Okay, I'm not talking about someone gives you a side eye or sends you a one thumbs up text and you're like, that's it, blocked forever and I'm burning your fucking car. That's not what we're doing, okay? That's not what we're doing. So you try like, okay, well, maybe, shit. Now there are a bunch of extra scratchy strings Hmm, what did I do that was different this time? You know what? Maybe I dried it for too long. Maybe I need to stop drying it. Maybe it's an older sweater, so maybe I shouldn't be drying it anymore. Uh, maybe, you know what? I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll cut off all the strings that are scratching me, and the next time uh, you wash it, just maybe hand wash it, and then hang it to dry. Let's do that. Again, we're taking responsibility for our part in what's going on. We're not mad at the sweater. We're not calling the sweater a dumb motherfucker. We're not telling the sweater their dick doesn't work or that they're being a real fucking cunt projecting their shit onto us. Okay. We're not doing that. That's not what we are doing. We are going to cut off the strings that are itching us, try and save the sweater. And next time we wash it, we are going to lovingly wash it by hand in cold water with a nice light uh, dash of wool light. Okay, that's good for a delicate fabric. I'm wearing a cashmere sweater right now. Relax, I got it from a thrift store. I'm not over here spending $300 on a fucking podcast recording sweatshirt in St. Louis. Okay. Um, so we've got the sweater and a nice, gentle, cold hand wash in the sink. We're doing it with loving care. We wring it out, not too tight, not too aggressively. Again, we really like the sweater. We don't know why it's being scratchy. We'd love to save it if we could. We hang it up to dry. And we put it by the window, get a nice breeze, a nice fresh breeze. And the sweater dries and it looks nice. And you're like, oh, it looks, that, that looks like my regular old favorite sweater. I can't wait to put it on. And you put it on and lo and behold, the entire thing is filled with fucking scratchy strings and your whole body's itching like crazy. And you're like, that's it, I can't take it. <laughs> okay? At that point... You have done everything that you can to try to get the sweater to stop scratching you. You want to make sure you've exhausted all of your options. If the sweater is still scratching the shit out of you, <clears throat> hate to break it to ya, darling. I think that might just be a scratchy sweater now. And here's where we're going to not take it personally. Here's where the sweater analogy, for me at least, really kicks into high gear. You would not, like be mad at the sweater, right? If we're talking about, if we're really just talking about a sweater, I, you would never just be like, well, I guess, I guess the sweater fucking hates me. I guess the sweater's got something personal against me. It's like, no, it does. Nothing to do with you. It would scratch anyone that put it on. Anyone that put on the sweater at that point, it would scratch them. Okay. Now, most people would not like it. And who knows? And again, it's not to say that the sweater's bad and it needs to be burned and thrown in the trash. A lot of, there are, I'm sure there are a lot of people that would love a scratchy sweater. You know, a, a lot of people with psoriasis, I'm sure someone with psoriasis would love a scratchy sweater, right? Someone to just itch all their wounds and they can, you know, do other shit with their hands. You know, like edit a TikTok. Those, those shits take forever to edit. Okay? So I hope that made some kind of sense. I know it's kind of all over the place. But this forgiveness shit is really interesting. You see how many like, different moving parts there are to this? To truly forgive someone and yourself, even yourself, when you call yourself a loser or fucking worthless or whatever it is that you say to yourself, you also got to, and this is, again, tricky, you have to not take that personally because you're just a human being trying to make it through the day like the rest of us. And you've got these habits and we've got these behaviors and things that we do to help keep us safe. They, they, Habits, schedules, behaviors, things like that, even if they're things that are harmful to us, we do them 
because it makes us feel safe. There's a sense of familiarity, even if it's not a warm, cuddly hug. Okay. We all know this. It's a Psychology 101. If you grew up in an abusive household, a lot of times you will end up in an abusive relationship because that is your example of love. When you were growing up, that was your, as a child, again, when you believed in Santa, something else that you witnessed in the world was two people who were like, hey, we're your parents and we, we had you and this is a family. And you were like, ah, family. I'm learning the word family. And what does a family do? Oh, a family screams and yells and uh, throws shit at each other and calls each other dumb motherfuckers. Cool, 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 cool. So that's a family and that's love. Neat. Okay. So like all this shit that we've got running through our heads, a lot of times is stuff we've talked about is, that we didn't even put there. It was put there by somebody fucking else. And we're like, oh, God damn. Well, this is not, I, you know, like I'm living in an apartment where the, fr- the furniture came with this place. One of the drawers is like broken. Sebastian's always getting into it. I mean, it's cute. I, I like it. It's whatever. But it's like, I didn't pick it. It's just here. You know, like somebody uh, came over. My buddy, uh, uh, Josh, he does, he built, built these frames for me. He's really great. I have, um, and he came over and he works in like, in construction, but like the fancy kind where he does like fancy rich people, homes and furniture and shit. And he was like, do you want me to fix that dresser? But I was like, no, I'm not upset about it. It's like very wonky and it looks dilapidated. But I'm like, no, I don't, that's not mine. I didn't put it here. It came with the place. So I'm not bothered by it. So I went, when he was like, that's a shitty dresser. I wasn't like, you don't like my dresser. I didn't take it personally. Cause it's like, that's not mine. I didn't put it here. So yeah, I agree. It's not great, but it is, it's just whatever. I don't let it bother me. And I just kind of, so it's like that. I, I try to take that attitude with the thoughts that are running through my head. And that's, you know, what I'd like you to do too. And the example of calling yourself a loser, right? Where I did that almost automatically. You fucking loser. And instead of going like, oh, oh Wendy, I can't believe you called yourself a loser. You fucking loser. <laughs> do you see how the cycle just repeats itself? Again, whatever you put out, you get back. And it's especially crazy in your own mind because there's not a lot of room for that ball to bounce. So it's just like ding, 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 just back and forth, <laughs> just loser, 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 you know what I mean? So when you have a thought like that, a negative shitty thought towards yourself, notice it and go, huh, oh, that doesn't feel very good. Oh, you know what? I didn't, it's not even mine anyway. I didn't put that there. So I'm just going to not pay attention to it and just kind of brush it to the side. I'm not even going to worry about it. Uh, it's not my thought. Okay. Like I do this restaurant. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I- Say whatever you want. It's not mine. I don't care. <laughs> you know? Does that dresser analogy work? Probably not. Who knows? Listen. <laughs> oh. Speaking of the buck has to stop somewhere, I'm going to stop trying to make a lot of different analogies because I think we got to the point of this, right? Does this make sense? Great. Let's get to the meditation. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. We're going to start to play some music. Chill out. You guys, this is the first meditation of the year. Let's do it. Mm, sweet, sweet sounds. I really hope you guys like this music. I'll, I'll find some different stuff to start doing in the new year, but I feel like this is just a perfect amount of time. It's nice and chill. Okay, now in this meditation, we're going to be releasing hurts, and we're going to be dropping the ball. Okay. We're going to work on this part of forgiveness, just the dropping the ball part, this very specific part of forgiveness. Okay. And you can think about something you've got going on in your own head or a specific relationship that you've got something where you're just going back and forth, tit for tat. You're going to get this motherfucker. You're going to have the last word. Guess what? No, you're not. Drop it. Drop it, babe. You're going to just, all you're going to, you're just going to get back. You're going to get it back. And it's going to come harder and faster. And it's going to be more painful. Okay. Ooh, I said harder and faster while we're meditating. Guess what I'm thinking about? <laughs> Dillweed for $1.69. Okay. Wendy, come on. All right. Close your eyes. Get nice and comfortable. Shoulders are loose. Okay, let's do three deep breaths. Take a nice deep breath in. Hold it at the top. And exhale. (sighs) 
good. Nice deep breath in. Hold it at the top. And exhale. Good. Nice deep breath in. Hold it at the top. And exhale. Good. Keep your breath natural. If you feel your chest get tight, like always, feel free to notice that your chest is tight, that your breath is shallow. Notice if your hands and your shoulders get tight. Go ahead and loosen them up at any point during the meditation. And allow yourself to take some nice, deep, full breaths all the way in. Hold it. Release it. you drift off into this meditation remember you are going to be focusing on a big hurt okay what's a source of strife anxiety in a place in your life a relationship a thought pattern where you're going back and forth and back and forth and I want you to picture this picture it like a volleyball just going back and forth over the net. I want you to visualize an argument you may have had before with a person or yourself. And as you're breathing and visualizing this, at some point in the game, when they hit the ball to you, I want you to hold the ball Calmly hold the ball and think about what the point of this is. Okay? Why, why are we going back and forth? Why are you going back and forth? Okay? So this visualization, I want you to grab the ball, look at it, look across to the other person, and say out loud, I'm done. I'm releasing this. I'm letting it go. And I want you to drop the ball.
Welcome back. I hope that was a nice little game of volleyball that ended. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that worked for you. I, I, I'm a very visual person in case you haven't already figured that out. I like analogies and visualizations. I'm very tactile. Um, so the, those kind of things are helpful for me. Hopefully that was helpful for you. This wisdom card is posted on the Instagram page. Okay, so um, screenshot that and do this throughout the day. And honestly, really pay attention, big and small. I want you to pay attention as you go throughout your day. Anytime you feel yourself go like this motherfucker about anything, whether it's a person in your life or someone that you see on TikTok, I really notice like, why, why am I mad? And let's start to put all these pieces together, right? So we're recognizing oh, I feel mad. Why do I feel agitated? What's my problem? <laughs> right? What, what am I trying to control this person or domesticate this other person or situation? How? Right? So again, that's holding the ball. Calm yourself down. Be like, what the fuck is my problem? And then you're going to not take it personally. Be like, okay, this shit is not about me. I got to let it go. And then you're going to do just that. You're going to let it go. You're going to release that hurt, whether it's hurt that someone else caused you or the hurt you caused yourself by getting worked up about some shit that you can't control anyway, okay? And you're going to release it and drop the ball and just move on your merry way, okay? Think we can do that? I think it'll be fun. It's, you can see it's like a step-by-step -step thing. So now we're putting all these little pieces together. So hopefully this was helpful. Have fun doing that. And uh, yeah, if you are on TikTok, I mean, swing by, give it a like. And, you know, if you're a cunt, give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up, baby. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. I will talk to you very soon. Happy New Year.